You getting this? All right. Do you want to know the meaning of life? Or listen to my perils and strife? Welcome all my friends and foes. This is Sea Pleasy Nose. This is Sea Pleasy Nose. Welcome to Sea Pleasy Nose. I am the aforementioned Sea Pleasy, and I am the one that knows. What do I know? We're going to find out. So uh, this is yet another solo episode. Um, And at this point, people who are just discovering it don't even know what I mean by that because all of them are solo episodes. Um, Last time I sped up my voice a little bit, which makes it easier to listen to because the annoying pauses are not present um, or they're at least shortened uh, and it's a little bit more uh, characteristically interesting to listen to it keeps it keeps your interest uh, however if you hate it let me know and i won't do it again or maybe i will maybe i will uh hello so uh yeah i'm 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 c bleasy and here we are so a few things um i like owls but not like crazy people who like animals um i do like deer like crazy people who like animals but i i, I just like owls um anytime i hear an owl outside of my house I uh, stop what I'm doing and like perk my ears up, not physically, but um, uh, acoustically. And uh, I, I try to locate it with two ears. Uh, do a- are there any animals that have more than two ears? No, right? Are there any animals that only that don't have ears? Maybe. Um, probably like weird insects, but I mean like normal looking. Oh, you don't want to say normal. It's 2017 and animals without ears will be offended. Uh, if you call them something other than, uh, you know, normal. So uh, let's try again. Uh, I do want to be sensitive to um, uh, interesting insects uh, that have other capabilities other than hearing with um, uh, the majority's uh, perception, which is two ears. In any case, uh, are there animals with more ears? Because you'd imagine, so with two ears uh, and two eyes, it gives, and maybe two nostrils, but I'm not willing to say that. I don't know. Uh, but like two eyes gives you depth perception. Two ears gives you sonic uh, depth per- perception. Is that true? It seems true. That's that's what this podcast is for. This podcast could alternately be named This Seems True, but instead we say See Bleasy Knows. It's a much more definitive way to get people to listen and understand that, yes, uh, this is the truth, uh, but mm, maybe it just seems true. So uh, sonic depth perception, uh, it's, it's something where you know how far away something is, not just because, uh, or where something is, not just because of how loud it is um, perceived by your ear, singular, but also you can kind of locate it with the two. Just like with eyes, you, two eyes, you can see depth perception uh, with, with just sight. However, two nostrils? Mm, I don't think you can tell where something is based on two nostrils. Uh, I know you try to do it with a fart, right? Like you're sitting in class and you smell a fart and you're like, mm, I think it's coming from this side. You don't know. Your nostrils, there's just like, can you? Can you? Oh my gosh. Are we superheroes? And can we can we perfect this? Like, um, can you perfect anything? Oh, I just don't know. Because with ear training, I learn all the time, like in school, we, we try to perfect our ear and tune it. So we know like what notes are in intervals and chords and different things and you try to teach your ear 
what these things are so you can recognize it easier in the future. I wonder if you can do that with eyesight. I feel like no, maybe colors. Maybe you can you can look at colors enough to be able to discern them more than uh, a typical person who, who does not train their eyes to do that. There might be other ways to make them better, but, but if there were, why don't I know about it? Because I would want my eyesight to be better. Uh, but nose, come on, come on. The nose is like, like he, the human nose is just so not... It's not a good one, right? Like a bloodhound can smell things miles away and we're just like, oh, I think that fart came from the guy next to me. The human nose is not a contender. Like like if there was a human in our evolutionarily uh, diverse past that had a bloodhound nose, we would all have it by now, right? Like there's no way that this nose is the one that stays uh, unless maybe, no, there's just no way. There's no way. It's a, it's a, it's a crappy nose, all right? Just going to throw that out there. And I'm not convinced that the little flap of skin in between your nostrils isn't just for show. Like, do we really have two nostrils? Or is it really just one that goes up to, like, your brain and then the other one that goes up to the same place? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you really have two? It's. I feel like it's the equivalent of having a, like, little weird flap of skin in between, like, like uh, vertically in the middle of your mouth. And like, it still goes to your throat. You see what I'm saying? Like, do you have two mouths? No, you have two mouth holes, but it goes to the same place. And I feel like that's what's happening with the nostril. So like, if you if you can locate thing from left to right, like that's that's BS. You, you can't actually do that. That's ridiculous. So uh, nose, screw the nose. However, ears, for sure, you can you can you can do it with. Uh, they're on the side of your head. But what I was getting to before, are there animals with more ears? Because if I can find out where something is with two, Three must obviously be better at that. I want three ears, maybe eyes, but that seems like it, it could get confusing. Um, anyway, I hear, a, I hear a hoot. I hear a hoot of an owl. You didn't think I was going to get back to it, did you? But I did. I hear a hoot of an owl outside. Uh, I used to hear every day around 6 p.m. Uh, just after the deer left. We'll get to the deer later. Don't worry. I'll get there. But I, I hear an owl hoot, and I, I try to locate which tree it's living in. And I think it's the one in the back of my house, which is actually the front of my house. Let me explain. Uh... I have this long dirt driveway. And if you listen to the last episode, you know that it's kind of creepy at night. I got creeped out last time. Uh, tonight was fine. I, I went out to the compost and I didn't get scared. Yes, I'm a big, I'm a big, strong man. And I don't get scared of the dark. Huh. So how about that? But uh, I, there's, there's, so you drive down this driveway. It's right off the highway. It's like, literally, you turn off onto the highway, which seems dangerous, but whatever. So I, you go down this driveway and the mailboxes are at the end, right at the, the road. And you drive probably a, a minute, I'm going to say a minute, um, of driving when there's like a pond and there's trees, lots of trees. And there's my house on the left. And there's, it's, you see a house, but you have to drive past it. So imagine you're driving with me, you're in my passenger seat and um, I'm driving and you go down this, this dirt road and you're like, where are you taking me? I said, to my house, we've been over this. And so we drive and there's the house on the left. You see it and we pass it and now it's going past our left and now it's behind us on the left and we turn uh to go in front of it and that's where the front door is you have to pass it all the way and it's on that back side so i don't know what is the front or what is the back i'd imagine the front is where the front door is but uh the the other side of the house is facing the road which a lot of people would consider the front so uh either way the side uh in between um not my front door that that other side and the the side that faces the the road um that I believe is where the, the hooting owl resides. Uh, and I like it. I like it. I'm not crazy 
about like owls, but I, I do like it. Uh, I wouldn't mind one as a pet, but they're, they're kind of scary, right? I think birds are, are, are stupid. Is that okay to say? Probably not. I think they're weird and like, they don't tell you what they're thinking, uh, much like cats. Um, and I like an animal that can, that can voice his opinion, like, um, like an infant that has developed some sort of, um, way to communicate, uh, be it by faces. Um, you know, I, I have a niece and she can cry and she can laugh and she can smile. And that's, that's all I, I, I require. I mean, more is good. If you can be like, oh, I'm hungry. That's good. But that, at that point, you're just, you're talking about, you know, your friend who, who decided to come over for the day and he says, I'm hungry. And you say, is like, you're trying to decipher what that means. Can you imagine? You're like, oh, okay. He said, um, hmm do you have to go to the bathroom? He's like, no, I'm hungry. I need to, can we go out to eat? Hmm. Maybe he's tired. I'm hu Chris, I'm hungry. <sighs> let's, let's try taking a nap. This is Chris. Yeah. D did you, did you wet yourself? Let's see. Chris, get, get away from me. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, but no, that's too much. But like, if you can make facial emotions that mean something, and I'm not sure dogs, uh, their facial emotions mean what we think they mean. Like a lot of times, uh, you see like a dog make a face and you, uh, um, you think like, oh, that's what like my face does when I feel this, but it's a dog. Like, is it really feeling the same emotions and connecting them to the same facial patterns? Uh, I find that suspect. I hope it's true because like, it's impossible to not, you know, see us, see a dog smile and think he's happy. But, uh, anyway, uh, dogs, good. Um, deer, great. Uh, owls, fine. I like them. You see what I'm saying? Um, I think they're, they're fun to be around. Um, other animals I think are fun to be around. Muskrats, uh, which we have in the pond over here. Ducks. Geese. Uh, I'm, I'm losing my, my love affair with geese. When I moved in, there were a bunch and they mate for life. And that's the, that's always my fun fact. I say, do you know that geese mate for life is what I'll say. And my friends say, no, no, I didn't really care about that ever. Um, but I, I find it like, that's my, my thing I say often, if not always when I see geese, um, and I'm with somebody or maybe even if I'm not, maybe I say it to myself, uh, Hey Chris, you know, geese mate for life. I say, I didn't know that. That's interesting though. Um, however, they're kind of mean and weird. Uh, I spent probably six hours sitting by the pond, um, maybe last summer or the year before. I'm not sure. Um, I think it was beginning of last summer and there were two geese. And I just sat there with with some bread, uh, which is not good for geese. It's not particularly bad, but it's like a, a non-nutritionally uh, beneficial snack for geese. Uh, I suppose in large quantities, it's probably bad. But in small quantities, it's just like, it's tasty, but it doesn't give them anything. Um, so I sat there with some bread and I was trying to throw it to them. So they'd be like, okay, this is um, a weird animal that I, I'm not comfortable with. However... He's providing me with a tasty treat. So he's going to be my friend unless he does something weird. That's, that's typically the relationship I want to uh, uh, have with animals around my house is this is a weird looking creature, uh, but he's providing me with snacks. So unless he does something weird, friends. Okay. And uh, the problem with, with most of these relationships at the beginning is uh, I'm throwing food at them and they don't know it's food. So all they see is there's this weird animal and he's throwing things at me. I don't like that. Uh, just as I would if there was like a large, like a bear, but a weird looking one that I'd never, you know, seen before. Uh, that's bigger than me, right? 
and he comes up at a safe distance though, right? So he's like across the lake and I see this bear and I'm like, oh, weird, what is that? And I like look at him and kind of stare because I'm like, what is that? Maybe pull out my, my phone and take pictures, but I like, I'm staying a little bit away because I don't know what he's going to do. And then he just starts throwing stuff at me. Like, no, 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 uh, I'm out of there. So that's what they think. And uh, I'd imagine uh, this this is true for deer. This is true for the muskrats. This is true for the geese and the ducks and the uh, just about everybody. Uh, bunnies, for sure. They don't like me throwing things at them. And little do they know, it's food. Ah, you know, this is the struggle. Uh, so usually I have to leave it there and, and let them find it themselves. And once they find it, now you have to, you have to uh, c- give them the information somehow that you didn't just find this food. Like, it wasn't like this weird creature was throwing things at you and then you found food. Like, you have to, you have to communicate to them that in, in some way that I was throwing you and then you, you swam up to it or whatever. You, you came up and you, you ate it. But that was what I was throwing and I was throwing it to you and not at you. That's a hard thing to do without um, any communication other than body language and, of course, having the food itself. So, uh, six hours, I'm out by the pond with two geese. You know, they mate for life. Pretty interesting. Um, I was throwing this stuff kind of like near them, not at them. I was walking around the pond so I could be as close to them without them being weirded out. Um, And eventually I just laid down and just stayed there until they got used to me being there and stopped like worrying about me. So they'd like swim around in front of me a little bit, but not too close. And I would just kind of keep throwing this bread out where they were about to swim, if that makes sense. Rather than at them, it would just be like in the general vicinity of where they would be. And eventually they started eating it. And one of them was a little bit more adventurous than the other. Um, I assume the female, for whatever reason. And she was like, okay, this guy's all right. Don't do anything weird. And now we're getting to that thing that I was talking about where it's like, all right, don't be weird. Keep providing me with snacks and we're good. And uh, eventually we got there. I'm happy to say they, they came right up to me and we were friends. And then I went on a business trip. I believe I was performing in Texas for a week or so. And I I lost them, if that makes sense. I don't know if somebody ate them or they decided to um, find somebody else. Or just, you know, be wild animals again. But uh, yeah, they're gone. They're gone. They're, I think I have new ones now. But uh, that was my that was the peak of my love affair with, with the geese. And now it's just kind of like they're kind of mean and they poop everywhere, you know. And if you're going to poop everywhere, I, I would like you to be nicer to me about it. it, it like, um, I, I dog sat for a while, and one of the dogs peed inside my house. But it was so cute! And it, like, cuddled with me, and felt bad, kind of, with its little face. Like, it wouldn't look at it and stuff. And you're like, okay. But geese, they'll just, like, they'll poop where I'm walking, and then they'll just, like, ye- like scream at me, you know? Quack, or whatever sound a ge- goose makes. Uh, I don't know. What sound does a goose make? Hmm, whatever it is, it's, it doesn't sound nice, and it's like okay, <clears throat> you don't get you don't get both. You don't get both. You could be like kind of distant and and a little mean, but you don't get to poop where I'm walking. Okay, this goes for any friends or family who are listening to this. Uh, anybody who will ever meet me, um, you don't get to be mean to me and uh, poop where I'm walking. Okay, um, so that's that. Now the deer. I said I would get to it. <clears throat> Some of you may already know, but I love deer. Um, they're like cool dogs that you don't have to clean up their poop, remember, because they're, they're fun to be around, and, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, and, like, I don't know, if I had a pet deer, uh, but not, like, not that people knew about, I guess, because then you get into some strange, I don't know, things where people know you as that eccentric guy, you know, 
uh, who lives off the highway who has a bunch of deer. And I don't know if I want that. Mm, I do know that I do want that, but let's just let's just put that on on the side for a moment. Um, so if I had a pet deer that people didn't know about, let's say, like, and for some reason they didn't see me walking it, it's just again suspension of disbelief. All right, uh, then perhaps you would see some deer poop on your lawn. And you'd be like, oh, a deer was here. Or maybe you, you hate deer and you're like, hmm, a deer was here. But at no point do you say, who is bringing their deer around here and having it poop on my lawn? At no point do you think that, right? And that's that's something that I, I enjoy about it. It's like, I, best case scenario, whimsical. But like if there's dog poop on my lawn uh, and I love dogs, I don't feel any whimsy at all. I feel like somebody was here and they pooped on my lawn um, and didn't. Uh, I didn't get the benefit of playing with a dog. You see what I'm saying? Um, however, I've had a dog and I've had it poop on uh, lawns that are not mine. And I don't, I don't, I leave it there because I'm a bad person. Maybe, I don't know. Or maybe I just like, I feel like that's the way it should be. Uh, I, I've, if I could control it, if it were my dog. So again, I was dog sitting. And back in the day, we would walk our dog in the woods. And so it didn't matter. But if it were my dog, I would probably... Uh, I would take a spin around the woods first or something, a wooded area. Uh, and if I wouldn't, I would never have a dog in the city. You know what I'm saying? So the, the poop situation is, is an important one, but I don't think we need to dive into my personal like beliefs of it because I don't know. I just, you shouldn't be picking it up with a plastic bag. That's weird. And like disposing of it in that way, that seems like just wasteful on a weird other one. Like I would probably reuse one, but then you're like, you've got a poopy bag. That's weird. I don't know. Let's just leave it. It'll go away. It's it's the earth, you know. It's it's nature's compost. And if I had a deer, we don't have to deal with any of this. Uh, also, deer eat um, pretty much the same thing I do now that I don't eat meat. Um, they eat like little corn and grains, and uh, it's delicious. Um, I don't eat the deer food. I do have deer food. For anybody who who was wondering, I have an eighty pound bag. I think of deer food. Um, it's illegal in New York, I believe, because hunters use it and it's just like this crazy, like they love it. If I, every, every day I put it out, they eat it that day. Like there's no, there's no leftovers. They, they just, they smell it from miles away and they come and they eat it. Even deer. You don't think about deer having great noses, do you? Or maybe you do, but cause they do, but like the human nose versus a deer nose, deer nose, right? Anyway. Um, so I put out the deer feed and they eat it right away. Um, so it's, I think it's illegal for that because it's just like, is the, I don't know, not fair. It seems like, it seems like hunters have, have a pretty good, uh, political, uh, um, I don't know, voice. And so it does seem odd that this, this food would be illegal for that reason. So maybe there's another reason, but I don't know, but they love it. And I, I got it uh, illegally, I guess. I don't know. I just ordered it online and they didn't, I don't know. They delivered it to me. What is that? I don't know. Like that seems seems a little too easy. It seems like any any hunter that actually wanted it could figure out that one pretty pretty fast, just like I did. But anyway, it's illegal to buy it in New York, but I bought it online and they delivered it to New York. And okay, anyway, I don't feel any moral obligation to um, I don't know uh, put myself up for it because I'm just feeding them. I think they're great and they love it and they come by. So uh, we we've gone through this this whole the geese and goose cycle of um, friendship I went through with these deer over the past three years. And so I would put out food. I would try throwing it to them or near them. They just, they get a little, they get a little spooked out. They don't, they don't like me being weird um, around them. And they, they make this noise. They go, 
and then they run away. Uh, so uh, that's not ideal, obviously. But uh, I was like, okay, we're just we're getting there. And if you think I drop everything when I hear um, a hoot of an owl, you obviously have no idea what I look like when I I see a deer outside my window, and they come right up to my house. Um, I I could be like in the middle of a business call with a millionaire who's saying, all right, all you have to do, I know this seems odd, uh, but trust me, stay on the phone for 20 minutes with me, listen to my pitch, and I'll give you a million dollars. I said, great, okay, we're at minute 19. He said, okay, just one more minute, and uh, you don't have to accept anything, you don't have to sign anything, million bucks. I see a deer outside, I go, mm, can it wait? He goes, nope, you have to listen to the minute now, or no deal. I go, I will get back to you and I hang up because there's a deer outside at least one usually there's more and uh, I have to I have to go so uh, that is what we call uh, hyperbole I would stay on the phone while I was watching the deer okay uh, but just for the sake of argument I drop everything that's what I'm trying to tell you and usually I pick up a trombone or some deer food if there's deer food already out trombone if there's not maybe both um, but I go out there and I, I play them a little tune. I give them some food. And at this point, the relationship is um, not, they won't come up to me, okay? So I want to paint this picture. There's a, uh, a steep hill on the side of my house. And the deer come down that hill and they start feasting on, I have a lot of fruit trees. So sometimes they'll eat some apples and maybe some peaches. And um, I give them some corn and oats. And so they'll be eating. And I go out there, and at, at the beginning, they'd look up, and they'd stare at me. And that means, I don't know if this, this weird-looking deer sees me, but I don't like it, and I wish he'd leave. And if he leaves, I will continue eating. Uh, and if he doesn't, and he starts coming toward me. And so, of course, I would just kind of, like, I didn't know what I was doing yet, and so I would, like, take a step t towards them slowly, and at a certain point, they'd go too weird I'm out and they'd run away and I'd be sad uh, and I realized that the body language is really important so you can't make eye contact whatever you do I know you're gonna go out and try it don't make eye contact because that means uh, I'm like stalking them especially like because you can't walk fast because that'll creep them out and they'll run away so you have to walk slow but if you think about like some like weird fox that's like stalking its prey it's doing that it's walking slowly and like staring at it the whole time and so instinctually they're not huge fans of that. So uh, I walk I walk at a moderate tempo, but I don't look at them. You don't look at them at all, which is hard because the whole reason you're out there is to appreciate the deer, and, but you can't look at them. And that's, that's the, uh, the trade-off that you have to come to terms with. If you want the deer to be around more often, if you want to be around them and close to them, you have to, you have to not look at them. Um, so I, I go out there now and I, I walk around and I do deer stuff. If I wanted to be honest with you, and I do, I would tell you that sometimes I pretend I'm eating grass, okay? I, I said it, and it's true. I'm only going to say it one more time. Sometimes I pretend to eat grass, so they think I'm a weird deer, and they'd stop being scared of me. Uh, there. So that's the truth. Uh, and I did it. And I just like, I'm just another deer. Don't mind me. I'm over here. And uh so, like I said at the beginning, they, they used to just stare at me the whole time until they were creeped out enough to run away. Now, they stare at me because they're like, who's that? And then they'll go back to eating because they're like, oh, it's Chris. He's just being weird again. But don't worry. He's not going to, like, do anything that's going to hurt us. Um, and then I, I sometimes I'll give them food. Uh, they've, they've yet to really realize the source of the food. It's kind of funny. Like, they know that when I'm there, 
and when they're around my house, there's food, but they've yet to like figure out that it's me. <laughs> it's been three years. They'll figure it out. I promise they'll figure it out. Um, and so there's that. And then the playing the trombone part, they look at me and they, they don't particularly enjoy it. <laughs> Maybe this is true for all mammals. They don't particularly enjoy the trombone playing, but they are uh, okay with it. <laughs> they're like, mm, okay. I get it. That's fine. Uh, I'm just going to keep eating. And as long as you don't do anything too crazy, we're good. Like, don't come any closer. Just keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, and that's that's basically it. Um, usually, that's how it goes. Um, once in a while, I get a little ambitious and I do scare them away. Uh, but these days, that doesn't happen very often. Um, I've been able to feed feed one once um like actually like I had a, a bowl of food and I went up and gave it to it it didn't come over to me but like I put it down in front of it I walked away and then it came up and ate it and it was like dope food thanks bud uh and that was it so that's uh those are the deer I love deer like a crazy person I, I love dogs like a crazy person but I can't have them because of my traveling schedule so um the deer are perfect to be honest they come by they eat food they chill they listen to my trombone playing and then they go away and they're like all right uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And I say nothing. I say nothing because deer can't understand English. Um, so there you have it. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's everything. Whew. Well, uh, what else? What else? What else? I, I feel like there are, there are things. Are you guys, are you guys still questioning everything? Remember a couple times ago, I was going to say a couple weeks ago, but that's just the falsest falsity of all falsehoods. Um, it was, two podcasts ago, but who knows when that was. Um, have you guys been questioning everything? I, I told you to, and I've been trying to do it in my own, and I tried to like, okay, this is how I do things. Um, why am I like living a lie? <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, because it's just like, it's a little too much um, to live in the way I do, doing everything for myself uh, and my own like YouTube channel and music and everything. It's just like, it's all me. And so I, it's very easy for me to, to not have, you know, a friend or a third party come in and be like, that's weird what you're doing, or that's not normal, or even just like, that's wrong, right? Um, so I, I try to do it myself because there's nobody else uh, to do that for me and be like, um, you know, walking around without pants on is, is not a normal thing. And I go, what? I do it all the time and nobody's ever questioned it. And it's like, well, yeah, because nobody's ever been here. So anyway, that's not a real one, but it could be. You see what I'm saying? So, but I, I, I haven't, I haven't been able to do it because the whole thing is like, it hits you when you don't, when you, it's with something that you haven't been questioning. It's with something that like you've been doing and are so comfortable with that you don't even think to question it. And that's, that's the tricky, that's a tricky part. I don't know. Uh, a good, good rule of thumb is like, if, somebody else told you that this is the way it is and they told you you're not allowed to question it but maybe you should question it like that's that's a really easy red flag so if you ever are in a situation where things are the way they are and you're you have a little like you curiosity about it and you're like well why why is that the way it is um and you ask somebody who is in power or um knows more about it than you and they say that's just the way it is. You can't question it. Well, then you have to question it. And they mo need it more than you do, to be honest, um, because you're the one that's asking the question. Um, they definitely need that, like, push to question it if they are the ones that are saying you can't question it. That's either because they know the real answer deep in their heart or because they were also told 
that they can't question it and they didn't. So you are you are that extra push. Now, let's flip that over. If you ever tell somebody that's the way it is and you can't question it, now you are the person that really needs to do it. So um, you just look out for those red flags. I'll try to find more of them uh, and try to use them myself. Um, I'm pretty good at just um, taking things as they come. I rarely, people find it a little off-putting, which I understand, um, because there are some things that are like, <laughs> I'm not going to give examples because I'll get myself in trouble, but there are some things that are just like uh, widely known as like, this is what good people do, this is what uh, immoral people do. <laughs> and sometimes a question will come up and like, how do you feel about that, Chris? And I will go, hmm, and I'll think about it. And then I'll give the answer that everybody gives. Um, this is not the one, obviously. Like, how do you feel about murder? And I'll go, hmm, I think it's bad, right? And they're like, why do you have to think about it? And the answer is because I, I truly think about everything. Because if you're giving that gut reaction of like, oh, it's bad, then you're not giving your own views on it. You're giving like the cultural view on it, which is like, oh, you can't say that. Like, And again, that's going back to that like that thing where you're not questioning it. Murder is a pretty easy one, so... Maybe we could start there. But like, you know, just that gut reaction of like, oh, you can't say that. Or there's a reason like you have that, that, uh, I don't know, just gut reaction to it. And it's, it's um, not helpful in a discussion because you're not thinking about anything uh, about it, anything. You're just giving that, that reaction. And so I'll often actually consider things that probably I shouldn't. Um, but that's, that's kind of what I'm asking you all to do just in your, your everyday life is just kind of think critically about things that you haven't before. You have not questioned these things before. And maybe there's a good reason. But if you question something that you have um, never questioned before and you come out with the same answer, just like I do when I think about murder and I don't do it, right, whatever, um, uh, you come out knowing, affirming what you believe a little bit more. And the next time you question it, you affirm it a little more. And then eventually someday you might uh, contradict that with new information. And that's when your life falls apart and you're like, what do I know? But until that happens, if that happens, you're really just like, you really know why you feel the way you do about certain things. Um, and it's helpful to not just blindly walk through life, believing in things uh, and doing things that other people have told you you have to do or you should do. Ha, how about that? How about that? That's why everybody should be vegan and nobody should drink alcohol. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't, but you know, I don't eat meat. I don't drink alcohol. I don't I don't drink caffeine, though. Like, you really think I'm, I think you're the devil for drinking your coffee? No. It's just lifestyle things. And I've I've may asked these things over the years and come out where this is the life I'm living now. Tomorrow it might be completely different. But the only reason it will be completely different is because I've questioned it again. though. So.